0: All right, enough, enough flirting around. It's time to begin SideQuest Live again. It's been a long time. Let me just jump in here real fast. Hi, oh, that's not me. Hi, everybody. My name is Todd. And uh, this is SideQuest Live. Thanks for joining us. This is a podcast. We're moving to full audio stream, but as you can see, mucking about with some visuals too, so you can try to make sense of who's talking and when. Anyway, let's dive in. I don't want to delay too long. Thanks very much. You can always find us on YouTube, Twitch, uh, and podcast places all over the place. And that is as long as I'm going to talk. Let's (laughs) throw it over. To my my good buddy one of my favorite jams in all the universe, it is oh, or multiverse I should say it is Brandon.
1: Thank you. Uh, yeah, let's tear it up. Um, this is session one in a campaign that we started already. We had sort of a prelude session, and uh, I'm jamming it. It's a it's a homebrew world. It's a homebrew rule set uh and it's i mean it's going to have a lot of familiar stuff in it we've got elves we've got dwarves we've got clockworks we have all kinds of other races and monsters um and we're probably just going to jump right in um i will tell everybody a little bit uh about the uh, the backdrop uh, for this particular campaign uh and i'll tell people what happened in the first session which um we just call the prelude Um, But maybe before I do that, uh, we'll just go around the room and uh, introduce who people are. Oh, I'm the GM.
0: Ooh. Hello, GM.
1: Um, Bo, do you want to start us off? Let us know what you're doing?
2: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, So yeah, my name is Bo. I'm playing La Habrea, who is a wood elf vampire. And I'm new in town looking for blood. (laughs) Nice. In, 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 like, multiple ways, not just, like, you know, you get what I'm saying.
1: No, but you've got a backstory, and this is this is going to be important for the, um, yeah. for the lead in. You're looking for somebody.
2: Yes, I'm specifically looking for the vampire who turned me after killing, who was essentially my entire village in the uh, my Wood Elf village. So he kind of gave me the chance to either die there or potentially take revenge later, and I chose the latter. And here I am, several years later. Uh, getting closer to a place where I think that I can actually challenge him. And I've I've been brought to this uh... What Charles brought me to this place and I've heard some whispers that he may be nearby or some trace of him has has passed through here.
1: Okay and I'll talk more about the place um in a little bit. So, so far we've followed Lahabrea um to this place there is a, another uh, player who can't be with us uh, this evening. Uh, Devin is playing, uh, see, normally Devin plays really interesting, weird characters. Like he always takes the weird stuff. So for this particular campaign, uh, basically on a dare, he is playing as a human fighter named John Normalman. Uh, and his stats, everything about him is, uh, is, is, is as normal uh, as possible. Uh, and it's actually a really, a really compelling build. Like, he's really, he's really tough. Um, but uh, John Normalman is going to be um, a sort of backstage for this session, but he'll probably crop up later. Nice. Anyway, so um, so the, the setting for this campaign is a part of the Kingdom of Tiberia called South Umbria. Um, it is a very hilly region uh, around the Umber River. It snakes between all of these hills. And in the center of South Umbria is a hamlet called Aventail. And Aventale is a typical walled medieval city. Um, it's, not a, uh, it's not a particularly well fortified city. It is a peaceful place. They have the occasional, you know, kobold or goblin incursion. <clears throat> There are rumors that, in some of these very high hills, uh, there are weaverns, but people haven't seen them. Uh, and so generally the the people who live in, in the area of Aventale are safe and prosperous. Um, farmers, they you know, sort of wheelbarrow their turnips and beets and and potatoes and whatnot uh, into the into the market square. Uh, and then they leave again. there's a There's an area uh, higher up in the mountains to the north called Grundal. Um, which is a dwarven outpost, uh, and same thing. The dwarves come down with their with their coal and their iron ingots, uh, and then they then they leave again. Um, and uh, and the the interesting thing about this particular uh, hamlet in Tiberia is that it's close to a forest, uh, which is called the Fickle Wood, that is inhabited by fairies. And I don't know if uh, you know, everybody has different things they've read about fairies, but in this particular setting. Fairies are very dangerous. Fairies are small, Tinkerbell-like pixie uh, entities, um, but they can be very malicious and they love tricks. Uh, Tricks like cutting people's noses off. Um, They find that hilarious. These fairies in the Ficklewood are wild fairies. They are very dangerous. Uh, And so people tend to stay away from there. Um, But they do trade with a shire uh, close by, uh, which is called Wensleyshire. And Wensleyshire is just uh, along the Umber River. Uh, and the, the halflings there they make uh, you know they make cider they, uh, they have a lot of acorns and they they bring their stuff up into uh, into Avondale as well so Avondale is kind of a bustling medieval city you've got farriers you've got criers you've got coopers and cobblers and tailors and uh, you know woodworkers of various stripes and uh, the people come in and out and uh, it is it is quite prosperous um, the the sort of Political head of the uh, of this hamlet is Contessa Vincenza, uh, and Vincenza is the like the widow of the king's cousin. She's not politically minded. She likes cakes. She has a very small kobold as a pet. Um, you know, she and and generally she's she's very she's very kind. And so the the people there are quite prosperous. There's you know, there's no no fear of corruption or any of that kind of stuff. Um, Bo, or I should say Lahabria, uh, learned quite a lot about, uh, about the city in his, uh, or the, I should say the hamlet, uh, in his uh, first session, the interlude, um, or the prelude. It's, uh, there's some interesting things going on. Um, <clears throat> in fact, um, the vampire Habria and John Normalman um, were taking a, a, a boat uh, along the Umber River. It's just one of those punting boats. Uh, that was being pushed along by a halfling uh, named Finnick. And along the way, they were attacked in the water by a creature called an Oku, which uh, is sort of a tentacled uh, monstrosity that tried to eat them. And it turned out, um, quite by accident, uh, the Oku bit one of the little firkins that Finnick was carrying with him, and instead of releasing a bunch of ale into the water, released a mist. Uh, and the, the mist put the creature to sleep. It was a narcotic mist. And Finnick at that point confessed that in fact, what he is doing is smuggling fairy mist from the Ficklewood into Aventale, where it is then sold off to other places as a recreational drug. So there's obviously some interesting things that are happening uh, in, this, uh, in this place. Um, Now, there was an option to either take a reward in gold as a sort of a let's keep this between us. But John Normalman and Lahabria, instead of opting for the gold, uh, opted to have the halfling uh, and his network uh, owe them a favor. So you have... uh, So that count that amongst your inventory. You also have some swords and things. Um, but, uh, But that's where you are right now. You got into um, Aventale and you had a bit of a, a, a Wait, night on the... How, how did I get there? You're going to get woven in. You're going to get woven right. in, a, in, in in a second, sorry. Just wanted to... <clears throat> no, that's okay. Um, so, uh, early the next morning, uh, John Normalman and Lahabria decided to head out and take a look around you met a couple of different shopkeepers. You learned a couple of different interesting things. You were staying in an inn. Um, ah... Uh, the inn is named after a coal seam. You know what a coal seam is? You know how you mine in a seam of coal? Anyways, when I was writing this, having an inn named after a coal seam seemed like a good idea. But as Ed, when you say coal seam inn, uh, it doesn't sound good. It sounds pretty bad, actually. So... Some, some merriment was had about that. So anyway, I'm just going to refer to it as the inn, because every time I say coal semen, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, so you were staying at the inn. Um, something very interesting happened. The Habrea and Normalman um, were out for a walk, and goblins breached the wall. A hobgoblin riding a massive dire rat um, with a bunch of other goblins who were uh, basically scaling over the wall using a ladder. Um, they got inside, started wreaking havoc, set some things on fire. So between uh, Lahabria and Normalman, you were able to defeat the goblins. Um, but one hobgoblin managed to get all the way into the Basilica of St. Winifred and cut the bell from the bell tower, and the bell fell and as it was banging down towards the ground, it, it rang 13 times. And then the hobgoblin, having done that, threw himself off the, the top of the basilica and died. Um, that was the little strangeness that you were left with. You went back to the inn and Normalman says, I've had enough for one day, I'm going to take a break. But of, ho- of course, Habria, um is still interested in some adventure. So Lahabria gets back to the inn, sits down, and he sees some interesting characters who are also sitting around in this inn. This inn whose name I will not say. Um, it's a nice end. Good reasons. It's a nice end. The, the, there are some very deep chairs. Coal seam
3: Hotel,
1: perhaps. Yeah, coal seam Hotel. Um, <clears throat> there are these very deep chairs. They're they're sort of these leather um, chairs that uh, that are stuffed with straw, um, and, uh, and because it's dwarven, the ceilings are quite low. But it's also very very warm, very solid construction, um, and they're um, and you know you have uh, the opportunity to sit, rest, eat, you're already paid up. Um, and so Lahabria comes in, takes a look around, and he sees another elf. Hmm. He sees Navita. Why don't you guys make some introductions so I can drink some coffee and stop talking?
2: <laughs> I think we can do that. Uh, so I was about to sit in the corner to write a bit in my journal, but I see a fellow uh, elf at the, I'm assuming, the bar. So I'm going to go glide on up and uh say my say my greetings
1: oh um lahabria is trying to keep it under wraps that he's a vampire right that is correct So when you glide on up you're not going to do that like oh. <laughs>
2: literally <it's laughs> like not, like you're not a in the morning with people around no <laughs> <laughs> but no just you know kind of casually stroll up towards uh where the fellow elf is sitting
0: I just—I have to picture you, like moving and then trying to remember to move your legs so it looks like oh, you're yes, walking. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Must look normal. Must.
3: Nevita, <sighs> you're weird,
2: like me. How uh, also? Hello, hello! Would expect to expect yeah. to see a fellow wood elf around here.
3: Yeah, but we're both not exactly what else, are we? Why would we be here, otherwise? Why are you here? I'm curious. I like curious. What are you? Who are
2: you? Oh, I've been wandering Hi, around. I'm, I'm Navida. <laughs> the name's Lacha Berea. It's a pleasure to meet you, Navida. I'm just wandering around, perhaps like yourself, uh, looking for a bit of work, and then moving on. What brings Mr. you here to this wonderful town of Aventail? I...
3: I wander everywhere. Uh it just seems no place that seems fitting, mm. you know? Wherever wherever I lay my head down. Why are yeah. you here? You're looking for work. What kind of work?
2: Oh well, I'm a scholar by trade. About you. Hmm? Yes, I've been told that. I mean I it I do have a hood over my head. I've got like a little mask on. <laughs> I don't have no skin showing essentially. So yeah, I do look a little bit odd. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm i I'm, I'm a scholar by trade. I you know, I do a bit of uh, do the academic work. I submit uh, submit papers to the uh, the academies on occasion, um, do a bit of venturing, fight a monster or two. You may have heard about the Oku that I slaved my um, some folks eat it, it's it it's it's trifling. It's well, you didn't hear about it, it's not a big deal.
3: I might but, have uh,
2: something here. I,
3: I try to keep these things, but I never read them. Sorry. No, it's it's nice to meet you, regardless.
2: Oh, that's that's all mine. What are you having there?
1: Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: just uh, I... sorry. Just a side note. Um, I'm I'm pretty uh I'm pretty generous to vampires in that I don't cause them to just burst into flame when they when they go outside in the sunlight. Um, but the rules do say that if Mahabreya uh, gets hit with a beam attack like a sunbeam or a moon beam or even an eldritch ray. Um, it's going to drop him instantly. Uh, so, there's there's that. Um, <clears throat> but otherwise, uh, also uh, Holy Water, and um, yeah, there's a bunch of other things that can really harm you a lot, but, uh, but you mm-hmm. do get a bunch of interesting bonuses. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to say that while you two are talking to each other, maybe one of you is lying a lot, anyway, you're talking to each other and um we'll be you you notice, haven't gotten to that point yet <laughs> you know, isn't the lying part i mean and uh and also at the same time someone is noticing you uh there is a uh, a person who's sitting at a table um and in fact uh lahabria saw her earlier um and she is apalian so she comes from the oh. sultanate of apalia um and she's wearing a Um, typical Apollyon dress. Um, She has a a huge headscarf that covers all of her hair uh, and also a veil that covers most of the top of her face so you can't see her eyes. And she's wearing um, bangles and bracelets and things like that. And she's sitting at this table. She's very striking. Um, What you can see of her looks very striking. She is uh, sitting there. Um, Either of you can give me an int roll. To immediately know some things about this person. Is everything a D6 plus? Uh, yes, D6 plus your okay. int and Navita's int is two.
0: Right, because it's a custom system.
1: Yes. Seven. It's a it's a it's a very simplified system. Seven is not that. Five plus seven. Two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So seven. So um, you you both uh, realize immediately that this person is from Opalia. That's quite a ways to the east and south. Um, You're surprised to see somebody uh, here like that. And you are also aware that this person is likely a gorgon. Um, Mm. The custom for gorgons, um, because of course if you look a gorgon in the eye, um, you can be petrified. And so the, uh, the custom for gorgons is to wear this headdress to cover their snake Uh, and also uh, to cover their eyes Um, so uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that this person is evil um, just that uh, certain precautions might need to be taken anyway um, but this person uh, has clearly uh, recognized you um, because she sort of gestures to one of the clockworks who rises very stiffly on well-oiled joints and walks, just pads over to you you can, you can feel that the floorboard's creaking as it comes over. It's a very heavy automaton um, comes over and in a fairly clear voice uh, invites you over to the table. And you sit down and the woman introduces herself as a merchant from Apalia uh, and she is unfortunately stuck in this place. Um, for the moment because some of the roads have become impassable and that she is looking to have somebody help her with the stardust harvest. Yes, that's right. Mahabria learned a little bit about this uh, on his way in um, with the paddleboat, with the halfling. One of the things that, uh, that Aventail is famous for is that uh, once a year, there is a, uh, there is a bit of a meteor shower uh, and people go up in their airships to try and get as close to the meteor shower as possible because using nets and even burlap sacks and other devices, you can try to grab fragments of moonstone and also stardust, um, which is quite valuable. Only happens once a year, but you can go up. And so, the Apalian woman um, asks you whether you would be interested in making some money or perhaps earning some favours.
2: Well, I am a rather excitable person and the thought of being able to touch and take Stardust is very appealing to Pahabreya. So I kind of eagerly say, "Well, of course, I'd be most delighted to assist with this. Um, when does this um, when does this take place? What uh, what do we need to do?" Uh...
1: She tells you that it takes place tonight. She has uh, she has excellent spoken Tiberian, so she, you understand her. She has tapped R's a little bit of an accent. Um, she introduces herself as Yasmina Alkindi, and. Yasmina says that um, ordinarily she wouldn't be in town for this occasion, but because she's stuck here, um, she thinks she might as well try and make the best of it. And she has chartered uh, the use of a small airship called the Bonnie Raker. And she allows, she says, you can simply show up at the appointed time, Um, I'll make arrangements. One of my clockworks will be there to ensure that the Bonnie Raker takes flight. You simply go up. Um, It doesn't require any skill to operate the airship, because all you're doing is going straight up. When it runs out of fuel uh, to heat the floatstone, it will drift right back down to the ground. And whatever you get, she says you can keep half. The rest is for me.
2: Seems like a fair deal. Any plans tonight, Navido?
3: I, I had nothing else to do. So, yeah, why not? Let's, Let's go. speech for
1: the sky. All right. Um, so, uh, Yasmina thanks you. She also mentions the fact that if you're ever interested in purchasing some rarer goods that can't be found in a place like Tiberia, that you should come and speak to her. Um, not only does she have things like cardamom anise, and silk and dates from the desert... Um, but she has some things that, um, would be of great use to adventurers. Hmm. Which adds. She does business here out of her suite at the inn, um, but she also has a permanent suite in the castle of Aventail, Aventale Keep, um, where she acts as an advisor in matters of trade and commerce to Contessa Vincenza. So you can find her either here or in the Keep. Excellent. Uh,
2: what t- it's, this is still pretty early morning at this point right?
1: Um, no, this is actually sort of afternoon because you went out early oh that's morning. right that's right yeah Fuck okay. the goblins. Yeah.
3: Um, I hope I wasn't at the bar in, in the morning even Navita is not bad. That bad.
1: <laughs> 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 it's not just a bar. it's also a place to eat you know because you you paid for you paid for a room at the inn and so you also get access to um, to their uh, you know, it's, it's, it's room and board. Um, although mm-hmm. the the food that they offer um, in the morning is not great, it's just a that's uh, just like a porridge.
2: It's Not, it's not the best porridge okay. I've had. No. Yeah. Um. So, sp- for this um, stardust collecting, where exactly do we need to go?
1: Um. There's a square, like right okay. out in the market, and it's a this is a big event. Uh, a lot of people have come to to take a look to watch. Um, different people have come with their own uh, airships that they're planning on um, sending up there. Um, it's pretty common for the airships to be chained so that they don't drift too high, um, mm. but uh, but um, they clear aside the market square so that these little airships can go up. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: And I presume it would start at when the moon is rising or the sun is set, mm-hmm. or...? Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So you have a bit of time. Um, Navida already has um, a longbow. I'm not going to be uh, persnickety about uh, about ammunition. I'm going to say you have enough arrows. Um, if at some point you, you uh, are going to run out of arrows, I'll let you know in advance. Uh, you, have, you have your longbow, you have your daggers, you have a typical adventurer's pack. Uh, an explorer's pack, which would include things like flint and tinder and a bedroll and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, but you don't have any potions. I think that Lahabria did buy some potions. Let's go around.
2: Uh, I purchased one. I have not used yet. Okay. Uh,
3: Lahabria, do you have any healing abilities, perchance?
2: Just in case.
3: You know, I well, can't dismiss this... house.
2: Often. More more of a scholar, not much of a healer. Um, I tend more to myself my own way.
3: Well do you have a net to catch the Stardust, please?
2: Because Would she not um furnish us with some equipment
1: or Yes. Okay. On the Raker. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> So I wanna make sure Todd gets a chance to, to jump in on the story here, so I'm gonna kinda of yep. GM wave things. You you spend a pleasant That's afternoon. How I was trying
0: to do the thing, by the way. You know, I couldn't it. help it over here. You're going moon raking.
1: No, no no. You are gonna nope. be stowed away on the road. Oh nice. <laughs> because that is
0: <laughs> I whispered perfectly to in myself
1: with your strange Tanuki character build. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, oh. I'm decidedly day drunk,
1: uh,
3: <laughs> and, and I'm trying to RP how like how Navita would respond to a sinister. You know, I hear, except for day drunk as well. <laughs> so that
0: that good like, scan, I guess. I I just whisper it to myself, and then I, I sneak away.
1: Okay, so after the Havre and uh, and Navita spend uh, the rest of the day eating, uh, you know, food at, uh, at the inn, um, they decide to head over to the market square. Um, the, the food in Aventale is a little bit weird. Most of it is stuff that they fish out of the Umber River. Oh, the Umber River, by the way, is completely black um, because the, uh, the, the dwarves, um, they hit a coal seam uh, up near Grundal and the coal dust kind of fed into the river. So the whole river is completely black like ink. It um, doesn't seem to really bother the fish, and you can still catch quite a number of scarf eels and codger fish, um, which uh, are a, a sort of a delicacy in the area. Um, but it's a, it is a is a black river. Mm. Which has been a I can really cool.
0: taste the carbon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like drinking bourbon. Got <laughs> This is...
0: Uh, <laughs> Everyone's colon is like cold. crystal clean. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah,
1: and the teeth are all very white. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, anyways, after a, a bit of a spell um, at uh, at the inn, you head over to the market square, uh, and you find there's all kinds of different uh, different crafts that are being set up. Um, It almost looks like some kind of a county fair, you know, there's lots of uh, bunting and there's lots of pennants and flags and, uh, you know, and and some of these, uh, some of these vessels look like almost sort of uh, just pleasure craft, you know, like they're just going to take some people up a little way so they get a better view of the, of the, the meteor shower. Um, And then some of them are clearly working vessels. Like they look like they could be fishing boats that have just kind of had some, wood nailed onto them just to, you know, make them sky worthy, just enough to to get them up there. Uh, Really, you know, burlap sacks. Um, These people are going to take a risk to see if they can make a little bit of coin. Um, But there is a brass uh, clockwork with a mustache standing near a very small, very nice looking airship. Um, and he gives you a, a sort of a very theatrical bow when you come close and says, Miss Alkindi has arranged for your transport service. And you get your first look at the, the Bonnie Raker, and the Bonnie Raker is uh, definitely a beautiful little airship shaped a little bit like a clawfoot tub. It has that kind of mm. roundness at the bottom, and it has a little club. Uh, feet that are sticking out—they look a little bit like lion's feet—and uh, it has a latine sail. Um, and uh, you know this this hull, these beautiful curved beams—they've all been nicely waxed. There's these gleaming brass portholes, two on each side. Um, but it's quite a small vessel. You know, below the deck, there's basically enough room for a card table and a picnic. And below that, there's the what you what you assume is is the actual inner workings of the aircraft which is to say a float stone and all of you know this because it's a it is a fairly common i mean you know valuable but uh, but it's a common technology that if you heat up a float stone using any kind of uh, heating or cooking oil uh, or coal or wood fire or whatever if you heat up a float stone it will raise up a certain amount of weight it just it, it goes straight up. As long as it's hot, we'll continue to go straight up.
3: Navita looks uh, at so. this and just mutters under her breath to,
2: "Oh man, I
3: think something
2: sounds too good to be true." On occasion, yes, it's not. Uh, but I think this could be a nice opportunity.
1: Um,
3: oh yeah, let's find out. Just indeed, wanted to say
1: it. Um. In um, in the hold, um, you also find some very very long and very fine nets um, with like nicely woven silk that's just the right uh, sort of uh, mesh to be able to just weave through the air uh, and catch things. Um, so this is this is a nice setup that uh, that Yasmina Al-Kindi has been able to procure for you. Uh, and so you're looking forward to, to taking her up uh, and seeing what you can get. And in fact, you you actually kind of like the ship. You, know? you get on, you can kind of, you get a nice view. You can feel the, the air. Things are starting to get a little cool in the evening. You know, the sun is setting. And uh, you uh, you say to the, uh, to the clockwork, all right, let's take her up. And the clockwork basically pulls off this this latch that's being used almost as an anchor uh and cranks this wheel on the outside which basically lets all the fuel oil straight up into the flame that's gonna that's gonna heat up the uh the floatstone, and suddenly you feel the you feel everything start to rise and you feel she's taken she's she's going up and the wind starts to kind of pull her but there's a chain still attached mm to the bottom of the bow to make sure that she doesn't go too far away from the city. So you're not going to go too far in any direction, you're just going to slowly circle around. That's what the Mm -hmm. wind is going to do. It's just going to bring her about a couple of times, and you're going to go up there. And so, um, as you are heading up, you hear a noise from down below. And what do you say? (laughs) <laughs> uh
2: my blades instinctively come off of my off of my hips, kind of hovering in the air next to my hands, and I kind of walk towards where the sound is.
3: <laughs> I like to think Navita hears this being a wood elf as well mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, uh, uh, sorry. And you see this little like little tiny, it's its kind of short, but almost the size of a halfling, a little taller, um, and he's kind of a, a just a lump of cloth you thought was part of the ship, then it kind of resolves itself out of a pile of other refuse and, and uh, piles of, you know, sails and that kind of thing. Um, and uh, you see a small raccoon-like creature uh, wearing long kind of tattered robes and uh, kind of... Furry, definitely worse for wear, kind of older, streaks of gray in the fur, kind of thing. Um, ke- wearing this massive, bulging canvas backpack, and and as he kind of loosens the straps and pulls, it, kind of gets it more seated, you can see like a big iron pot, uh, uh, kind of hanging on the side, and various bottles are kind of jiggling around, and um, kind of wearing a very, you know a satchel over his shoulder and stuff, and. And pulls, stands up, hand kind of extended it, and uh, he pulls up a stick, but in, a, like kind of as though he's kind of holding his weight on it, like he needs it to stay standing. I, I, hi. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, did, I didn't mean to surprise you. I, uh, I just, I just wanted to see the moon.
1: Uh, and and does he reek of alcohol as well? <laughs> sure,
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Several of the bottles. Kind of, you know, you hear the 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 tinkling sound as the bottle rolls across the the deck towards your feet.
1: It's actually a good combination to be an alchemist and also a bit of a. And an, an alchemist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Classic. Oh okay.
3: Navita um, is just like, oh, cute. <clears throat> uh. Is- Hey, bro, is this yours?
2: I was about to ask you the same thing. What are you doing on this ship, dog? Uh, Box? I'm not sure
0: what you are. I. And he kind of straightens himself up. He's like, he's a little offended now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and in such, you see, he's he's been pretending to be a lot older than he seems. Um, kind of straightens mm. himself. Still a little wobbly. Um, and I am a tanuki. I'll have you know. And a tanuki, tanuki is a strange bipedal raccoon type creature, equal parts adorable and slightly rabid looking. Matted fur <laughs> in places, a few bald patches, walks in a slight lurching motion, loaded down with large backpack, and you already heard the rest.
2: Hmm. Would either Navita or myself have ever heard of or seen a tanuki before? Uh, roll ants. I'm thinking not, but. Uh, seven. Nope.
1: Six. Nope. <laughs> you, I mean, okay. In the rediscovered world, uh, there are things that no one has seen before. Mm. You know, it's very, it, most most of the residents of a place like uh, Aventale would know about gnomes and dwarves and elves. Uh, orcs, they would know about uh, dwarves, of course. Everybody knows a dwarf. Halflings, of course.
0: Hey hey, you know. I'm not racist, my friend's a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh,
1: but um some of the other things like jackalopes and uh and like satyrs and you know vampires, um lucaroos, and Mm -hmm. uh and tanukis not everyone is going to have seen these things okay i feel that
3: tracks with navita i feel like navita is this sort of person that has like never really been just wanders out of the forest to get stuff and find curiosity and then just runs back into it afterward typically goes out looking for adventure and camps on the inside
1: so you guys have never seen a tanuki or heard of a tanuki but at the same time you know that there are things that you've not seen or heard of
2: before. Right, of course. He
0: kind of so, pulls his hood on his robe. He's got a big, deep hood. He kind of tries to pull it up like he's suddenly a bit self-conscious. But you can definitely see the, like, right. whiskered snout snout sticking out from underneath.
2: So, while I had been quite angry is the wrong word, but uh, a bit more menacing looking, <laughs> my hood down, my eyes had kind of flashed red as I heard the noise. Swords are up, as I hear that it's a Chinookie something I've never really heard of before, the swords kind of go back, and I pull out a little book, and I start sketching what I see in front of me. A Chinookie said, please tell me more about yourself. How did you get here? Where are you from? Um, what are you doing on this ship? If, and I just if sketch furiously away. If you keep you those pointy
0: things away from me, okay. uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll oh, tell yes, you course, all course, course.
4: about it.
2: Swords away, I'm, I'm all
0: ears. Well, I'm glad you asked. On a beautiful night such as this, um, I'm going to roll for drunk. See how drunk I am and see how much I give away.
1: I think that's a con <laughs> roll. <laughs> Fair <enough. laughs> A
0: 1d6, right? Uh, do, you have any, do you have any bonus? I have a plus con? one. All right, so 1d6 plus one. <laughs> oh, sorry, plus two. Plus two. Uh, it, I rolled a two.
3: When he's trying to roll con to determine whether he's drunk, how drunk. A Fail a pass?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a how drunk type of thing. Yeah. Uh, so, like... so I want to
0: succeed. If I roll low, I'm really chattery. Or if I roll really low, I might be like uh. motion. <laughs> um, so I rolled a four, a total of four.
1: Okay, uh, I'm going to say you're pretty. You're pretty drunk. Um, that's a pretty low roll. So you are. Like can slurs. I also like? You're gonna have a... to be careful not to fall off the side. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's mm. a rail. I'm gonna say there's a rail that uh, that goes around, so it won't be too easy to fall off.
0: Right. Design ship. It might just be the moon talking, or the way you're sketching my supple form, but I uh, come from a long, long way away in fact i'm i'm not even sure and i'm like looking out over the side at the at the beautiful landscape around in the moonlight and starlight and um i uh i came from somewhere really really far away i, I think it was that way or, or maybe it was that yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I i traveled with this uh sort of like a um, a menagerie um a, a circus I look at them to oh, determine yes. if they're following what I'm mm. saying out of curiosity I had to,
2: you, you had me a menagerie
0: <laughs> menagerie uh, that's how it's so uh I traveled with them for a long time and uh kind of kind of lost my way home now where I'm mm. from we don't really leave very often and People kind of, I mean, lots of people are like me, but, uh, you know, the people outside of my valley, they don't really see us much. So, we, uh, I guess you could say I was a bit of a sideshow. Maybe um, they can relate to that. So, yeah. So now I'm here, and, uh, taking what I learned and just making my way through life,
2: Swig. How, um, how long have you been here in Aventail? What day is it? You said, how long have you been here? I know, and I said, what day is it? <laughs> uh, I I say the date.
1: <laughs> it, yes, the, fair enough, fair enough. It is it is the fall, so the, the month would oh. be called, like, Fallen Tide, or something like that. <laughs> it's
0: Fallen Tide. It's Taco's yes. Fallen Tide.
1: <laughs> it's the 5th of Fallen
0: Time. 5th of Fallen Time. I've been here since the summer. Um, oh,
2: okay, so you've had some time.
0: I have just kind of been wandering around this whole area. Came down from that way, and I point. And I, and I ended up mm-hmm. over there, and I start to fall over the side.
2: And I quickly grab the hood, make Ooh, sure that. the back of the back of the cloak to make sure it doesn't fall off. Oh Hold on now. Oh, thank you. Okay. So So,
1: as you're having this conversation, um, it's funny because the you can hear music starting up in the the market square and it's your typical medieval troubadour music. You know, you've got a lot of there's uh, there's drums, there's there's some panpipes, there's some lutes, um, but it's it's pretty jaunty. People seem to be in a in a quite good mood. There's a lot of lanterns that are out. Um uh, Aventail is uh, uh, is known for its uh, its lanterns that are alchemical lanterns and actually fairies come around, I guess fairies who are a little bit nicer and, and don't mind working uh, in, the, in the hamlet uh, come around and they actually go and they light each one of the lanterns. Um, and so the the, the the hamlet is actually sort of nicely lit up and looking down you can actually you can see the parapets, of uh, the two tallest buildings. One is is of course the keep in the very center and next to it is the Basilica uh, of St. Winifred. Um, And uh, you're looking down and you're seeing this and you're also seeing the lanterns uh, and the candlelight of the various aircraft that are coming up uh, next to you, alongside you, sort of slightly above you or slightly below. Um, And many of them have but would probably be described as as dilettantes or even tourists on them. People who are sort of clapping and uh, uh, you know just laughing and uh, you know they're toasting with uh, with nice uh, you know nice goblets and things like that. Um, and you know they're not really here for the for the hall. Uh, and then you have other people who are very clearly like hardened um, stardust harvesters. You know, like you see some orcs who are like studiously bringing in like some very large nets that they're going to try to throw up into the, into the sky or maybe sort of like almost sort of trawl across the air, see what they can get. Um, and then uh, you see the first, um, the first little um, flashes of light in the sky. Um, and it's, it's beautiful. Some of them are silver, some of them are gold. They're not all consistent in, in color. They're not all consistent in, in what their tails look like. Sometimes the, the tails are, are very straight. Sometimes they almost seem to, to kind of curl around. Um, sometimes they, they seem to leave a, a, a long spreading wake of uh, a sort of bluish turquoise light. Uh, and sometimes they, they almost just zip through the air really quickly like a lightning bolt. Um, and so you're you're seeing these things, um, and uh, you're starting to see people in some of the other aircraft reaching out with their um, with their nets. People are leaning sort of a little bit dangerously over the over the side and trying to net uh, whatever they can whatever they can catch. And you see a couple of things just sort of whiz right by uh, right by your ship, almost like just fireflies, just kind of going right past. Uh, oh. And so. Why don't you head up to the edge? There's a, mm-hmm. There are three uh, nets, and you guys can see what you want to catch. Why don't you give me your turn order? Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, just based on where you are on my screen, we'll start with Lahabria. Um What is the name of the clever Tanuki alchemist who has just joined mm. the party? Oh, sorry.
0: My name is Elroy. I should probably uh, <laughs> introduce myself. It's before a Pleasure I fall to meet tonight. you, my My <laughs> name is La Lahaboreya. La pleasure to meet you. Um, do I notice There's anything ba- like odd about him at a glance, or just I guess in in the dark, probably not.
2: <laughs> Strikingly handsome, tall. <laughs> nothing you out of the ordinary. Right exceptionally now. tall. <laughs> the yeah.
1: Eerie thing about you, yeah. Um, so um, to to try to net stardust and uh, fragments of moonstone, um, all you're doing is giving me a uh, a dex uh, okay. plus uh, plus so d6 plus dex roll, um, and uh, then we'll see what you catch. All right, so
2: I will attempt first. Well, okay, uh, seven. Right.
1: Okay. Um. That is a hit, for lack of a better word. Roll 2d6 to figure out what you got.
0: I have played too much Dungeons & Dragons, because when you said 7, I braced myself. like I puckered up. I was like, oh shit, this is going to be <laughs> real bad. And I was like, oh wait, no. no. In this system, seven's not too bad at all.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. 9. Huh? 9. Okay,
1: so uh, you look in and you, you find 9 little uh, little glowing... Uh, Bits—they're—they're they're tiny, you know. Like none of them is bigger than a blueberry, um, but they're—they're uh, they're glowing, um, and uh, you can very swiftly, just because of the way the the net is shaped, like it, it's not very deep, you can just sort of knock it, and uh, those those mm. things will fall down into the hold.
2: Excellent. And that's my turn.
1: Okay. Um, Elroy, you want to give it a shot?
2: Uh,
0: yes, I do. I I grab a net and then I... I'm pretty smart. Like I know I'm a fool, but I'm pretty intelligent. That's kind of my main stat. I'm gonna is, I'm gonna look around before I do this. Are there any ropes?
1: Yes, there are various ropes that have just been tied off so that the, uh, so that the, the mainsail uh, is just sort of held in place. Okay. Um, I think that's. I think that probably the the, the clockworks weren't intending for you to uh, sort of cut loose and sail away. Um, hence the, the chain down at the bottom. Um, but uh, but um, yeah, there are ropes around.
0: Okay, I'm gonna um, if I can find one with sufficient length, I'm just gonna loop it around myself and like tie it off. Having almost mm. fallen to my doom, I don't know which one. I just pick randomly. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you'll tie a Windsor knot, (laughs) a figure eight, slip knot. I'm I'm
0: gonna do the one where it's like the bunny goes through the hole, up around the tree, and then back down the hole. Perfect. And then an extra Uh, loop just in case.
1: (laughs) Well, remind me how many uh, how many bits of uh, of, of stardust did you catch? I got nine. Oh, you got nine. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Elroy, go ahead. All
0: right once i'm tied on i will uh grab a net or uh, my stick thing and yep. i'll just take a swing Ready? oh i i rolled a six
1: uh so a six is a is a crit so uh that means your success which is 2d6 you're gonna roll maximum on one dice so roll a d6 and you get plus six to that Nice. Uh, five.
0: Okay. And so, so you
1: look into your uh, into your net, um, and you actually have one nice big fragment of moonstone, and uh, and also a little piece of stardust. Whoa. It's
0: oh, it's beautiful.
3: I'm gonna try to pocket that.
1: Navina, do you want to uh, do you want to give it a shot?
3: yeah so i crit when i rolled first and i thought i was rolling with labria and obviously i want to keep it but if you want me to re-roll it i will No,
1: you can keep that that's that's your crit so uh so roll uh roll a d6
3: okay i crit again but i also still think that that's just kind of weird so i'm gonna i'm gonna re-roll because it just seems weird
1: this is the way. That this when you're rolling a and D6
3: that's unusual.
1: That's the thing. When you roll a D6, like critting and bubbling, isn't isn't that, uh, isn't that yeah, unusual? It's so it's
0: gonna happen.
1: It's <laughs> gonna right. happen. I'm gonna say that you got two pieces of stardust uh and one moonstone fragment.
3: Okay. All right. We don't have Jay to track our stuff. Okay. I gotta write this down now. Um, anyway.
1: <clears throat> looking around, you can moonstone hear it, and what? Uh,
3: pardon? You said two moonstone and. Would that no one
1: moonstone high? and two stardust? One moonstone, two stardust. Thank you. I'm keeping track.
2: Oh, sorry. See, these um, I got glowing bits. Is that, oh, sorry, is that stardust?
1: Those were all pieces of stardust. Okay, I have nine pieces of stardust. Okay, cool. Okay, um, so um, looking around, you know, you can hear more people. They're um, they're laughing, they're shouting. Uh, some of them are uh you know cheering and uh and, and the music from way down i mean you're you're pretty high up at this point like you're looking down at the at um you know the the parapets um you know if anybody were to fall like that person would not survive like you've got to be like you know 20 stories up oh. um uh, yeah um you're you're pretty high up um, and so, um, but, you know, you're, you're out among the clouds and, um, the, uh, and this, these little tiny bits of Moonstone and Stardust are, they're just whipping around. And every now and again, you actually hear one sort of like ping or knock against, uh, against the hull. Um, and so, you know, something tells you, oh, it probably wouldn't be good to get smacked by one of these little tiny meteorites. But uh, nevertheless, um, Lahabrio, what are you going to do?
2: I kind of look around the rest of the uh, like around the the ship. Is any is anyone else close to us? Like are we in 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 danger of like running into another ship? Is there other?
1: No, people have have actually kind of um, sort of staked out their spots. There's quite a lot of room in the sky. Uh, and so the the people who are there just uh, to to sort of get a nice view, mm-hmm. they've kind of you know they've kind of moved off to to one side, and uh, and the people who are um, there for the for the commercial game, they're um, okay. they're trying to get up really high, and they're also trying to get away from each other just so they have their own sort of spaces staked out. Right. Um, you know, some people probably think that they want to be upwind or downwind, or they want to be farther east or west, or they want to mm-hmm. be closer to to you know, to the west, maybe the light is a little better. You know, everybody has their own ideas. Um and uh and of course you can hear people shouting and people going, No, no, no. To port side, to port Well, I'm gonna to go to starboard. Um
2: <laughs> Um I was gonna say we don't really have the the option of like steering where we are, do we? We're just kind of floating as it
1: you're you're floating in a nice wide arc um you could mm-hmm. try to take control but you're not going to be able to go very far because right. of course the, there's still a chain hooked to the uh bow. To, to yeah. okay well if it, it appears it there's more appears to the bottom of the, of the hull where the, the right. board would be. well if it looks like
2: there's more um magic magic dust coming down i'm going to try and get some more Right. Uh that's
1: a nine. Uh it's definitely a hit, so roll your two six. Uh nine. So that's another nine pieces of stardust. Eight. Bring you up to eighteen. <clears throat>
0: okay.
1: Uh Elroy?
0: This is so magical. Uh I really I really wish that, that she could see this too. anyway, sorry. Uh yeah, I'll, t- I'll I'll Where do I put this stuff so it doesn't stay in the net? Is there like a sack or something?
1: So you can either like just sort of whack your uh, your net down and so that it all sort of goes into the hold or you can just grab the pieces out and pocket them, which is okay. I gather what most of the other <laughs> adventurers are doing. So uh so this won't okay. be like a common stash. Um, you guys are pocketing what you get.
0: Sure. I don't really know these people that well, so I'm going to just pocket what I get, uh, stuff it in my backpack, sling it uh, down on the gr- ground in front of me, and then I'll take another swing. Okay. Uh, five plus anything, or is that it?
1: Uh, it's your decks plus, dex uh, whatever plus whatever you plus three, so eight. That is a hit. So um, roll 2d6, and that tells me what you what you get. Oh,
0: I got eleven.
1: huh, oh, um, so you get another piece of moonstone and another piece of Stardust. You are consistent, nice. Navita
3: Navita's starting to feel like it's just looking at everyone getting all excited and just thinking like something is just a little too good uh, and just I'm wants laughing to
0: like sprinkling stardust on myself, giggling. Yeah. <laughs> I look back and... at La Brea, kind of like the Pedro meme, just <laughs> all grins. <laughs> I look back, that's, that's... You're doing the
2: same. Yeah. <laughs> <It's so awesome. laughs>
0: just this little clawed paw reaching up to your like dead, withered white hand, and was are just like, "Yeah,
3: I'm, I'm sailing." <laughs> I saw this in Terminator 2. Sarah Connor was so happy bef- right before the atom bombs blew up. You jump, I jump, right? Um, what
1: What are you hey. guys, what are you thinking? Like, do I always make bad things happen as a GM? <laughs> this could be the whole session. This that is our spawn day. <laughs> this
2: Friend, <is> it. And,
3: <laughs> that, that would be lovely, but you are the GM. Although I'm Manifesting bad things. Well. I, I am used to also Devin, on the other hand. The the one time we destroyed the world, you were the GM.
1: Uh, yeah, that's true. No, Devin Devin has also allowed you to destroy the world. Anyway, yeah, but uh, I I wasn't there. Okay, good. All right. Um, uh, well, but anyway, uh, Navida
3: is is thinking that there's something just a little bit off about this picture, and just wants to try to scan around and just see like what is wrong, what feels wrong about this picture. I I, I feel like that's an aura role. Which I have, no, uh, no,
1: I that would that would definitely be an investigation roll, which is just a flat D six unless you have the uh the skill.
0: Roll for spine okay. tangle.
1: You don't have the skill.
3: Okay. Uh like I Devin a, has four. a skill. Hmm? I rolled a four.
1: Um you see a uh a shadow pass over the sail of one of the, the other ships. It's just like a, a black, slightly angular shadow just go like right over the top.
3: Uh, instinctively goes to Habri and just like something's wrong with there
0: you know Brea, um, i feel like things are, are
3: really finally look what
1: people are laughing there's some now they've got some uh, some halfling accordions playing Ooh. which are uh they're, they're not very sophisticated so. accordions, but they they're playing and they're dancing like some jigs down in the market square and it's Was that an action <laughs> for me to
3: notice that or was that a minor? Huh? pardon. Was it that an action for me to notice it or for it a
0: nah, minor?
1: I'll say that I'll say that's a minor. You can still uh you can still try to uh to catch some stardust if you like.
3: I don't want to catch the stardust. I want to notify my new companions about what's going on.
1: Oh, okay. No, absolutely. You can uh, you can you can tell them that you saw a, sh- a fast-moving shadow.
3: Will I be able to point their attention to it beforehand?
1: It's gone. It's gone okay, by well, the
3: time you try. Okay. Well, I guess I lost that turn. That seems fair. Alright, let's oh. go.
1: And you can hear the beat of a drum, and there's some there's some um, flutes and things but, playing down. Also, can we
3: put in a good... good... Yeah, that
1: seems sufficiently jaunty. But anyway, Wait, go ahead. Can, can we
3: say that I use that action to actually inform both of my compatriots that they, yes. there is something definitely wrong?
1: There's something wrong. Something's Especially wrong. Especially Todd, we probably don't need the music.
3: Okay. I've turned it off. <laughs> well, <good.
1: laughs> because as you're looking around and as you're hearing people laughing and cheering and clinking their glasses and uh, and just enjoying the the sounds and the sights of this beautiful uh, night, um, and of course, not to mention the profits rolling in for some of these ships that are that are out there with you know a dozen nets trying to bring in as much stardust as they can. I'm suddenly you hear a scream, and one of what's the it? ships um, that is sort of uh, off to the side—you don't see what's happening. But you see it start to fall like it peels to one side uh, and then it starts to fall and it is actually falling like it starts to uh, to to approach the, the speed um, that that an object in free fall would be falling and people are screaming.
0: Um, Are they supposed to do that? I'm new at this.
2: I...
1: You're that is when you hear this awful shrieking noise and this shadow just comes racing in between some of the some of the ships and then you hear the sound of metal and wood splintering and tearing and bits of a of a mast and a sail just get thrown across the horizon and some People are, are screaming, and you catch uh, the tail of this thing that's flying through the sky. And it is deep emerald scales and a scorpion-like tail at the tip. It has one of those sort of big bulbous bits that ends in a thorn. Um, and you, you recognize it um, before it disappears into the cloud and then comes back screeching in all of its uh, its just hissing rage um, and this is a this is a weavern um, it is a, a very dangerous creature there had been rumors that there might be Weavers in the high hills the vesper hills uh, in this area but you'd certainly never seen one and from the sounds that everyone else is making they weren't expecting to see one either uh, and this thing is uh, is attacking various ships now a weaver is not wise like a dragon they have no speech they have no uh they have no magic they cannot breathe fire um their their wings are fused to their to their arms almost like a bat um and so they don't have all the sort of majesty of a of a true dragon that's why they're mad um, but all they the are time. still
0: <laughs> that's why yeah. they're mad all the time. If time. I was ambidextrous,
1: they're <laughs> very, uh, but they're very dangerous. And emerald weaverns, uh have poison-tipped tails, uh, and they can breathe. Um, they can breathe a, a cloud of, of essentially stomach acid, um, which is uh, pretty dangerous as well. Um, and so, um, and you realize this um, because as it makes another pass. Um, it latches claws into the side of one ship and it breathes out this spray and you can see this plume of green basically hit the deck of a ship and melts the sails right off. And some people actually, that appear to be uh, sailors or, or people trying to net some stardust, they actually throw themselves over the side um, because this, uh, this gas has just hit them. Uh, and, uh, and the weaver uh, shrieks again and tries to pull the ship. But that ship uh, is, that airship is tethered just like yours with a chain. So some people are frantically trying to ground their airships. And so they're running below decks to try I, I to gauss the float stones so mm. that they can try to, to get back down. Um, but there is just total carnage uh, happening um, all around you. Ah, uh, the music from below has stopped. Um, if you glance down, you'll see Step that, there's that one guy. <laughs> yeah, there's, I'm sure there's one guy. He's <laughs> <who's laughs> probably a satyr. Squeeze, so him, squeeze, um, him. What are you gonna do? So, uh, Lahabria, um, top of the round. What are you doing?
2: Uh, how big is the uh, creature?
1: Um, it's not the size of a dragon. It couldn't like hmm. eat you in two bites. Um, but it's uh but it's big. I mean it's um uh it's it's gotta be a couple of thousand pounds. Okay. It's like
2: big enough for a person to like be on its back, for example.
1: Not not like suggesting gonna
2: do anything, just if that happened.
1: You're not gonna necessarily try to J this thing. <laughs>
2: No, it would be like, again.
1: What do I roll to throw myself onto its back?
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna try that yet. Yes, um, no,
1: in, in theory, yes, you, you, could, okay. you could jump on its back and it could support your weight. Um, okay, it probably would not want to. Um, but uh, but yes, that is a possibility.
2: Okay, what is the range on this ability I have that allows me to charm things?
1: Um, that's uh. Spells spells are considered ranged, um, okay. so you have a you have a ranged ability there.
2: Like, is it potentially within my range to try?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a mesmerization. Um, okay, uh, yeah, for sure. You have to roll your EP, of course.
2: Yeah, and I guess Oh, this is the question EP regarding... ones.
3: Oh yeah. yeah, so are we at are we
0: at five and six for yeah. EP? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So for those who've never. Don't know the system, which is everyone, because it was invented by Brendan. Um, those who And Devin.
1: And
0: Devin. And, and, and several a, other Actually, elements. a lot of us. Yeah. Um, how it works is some of your powers only—if if I get this right—I don't. This is only my fifth, fourth time playing or something. Um, you, to do certain abilities, you have to gain EP, and to gain EP, mm-hmm. you roll a dice to see if you get it for that round or not. Is that yeah. how it works? Yes. okay yes and it's and, a five and,
3: it's a five uh, and a six on on base and if you're an if you have an expertise at a certain class correct me if i'm wrong brendan but it's a four and a six so it's like a 50 chance that you could get yeah. an ep when you do your round and then there's you kind of two hold you can hold one right but you cannot hold more than one yes uh, so mm-hmm.
1: So at higher levels, um, it switches to, if you roll four, five, or six, you have your EP or your expertise point. Um, And then at at the highest level, it's three, four, five, and six. Um, If you multi-class, it comes at the expense of expertise. uh, And so you'll still be one step behind um, in terms of how often you'll roll your expertise. Um, and so there's there's often a temptation to to multi-class um, in the game to become say like a, a monk or a gunslinger or a gunslinger monk right like you, you know you can do these things you can make some a pretty gunslinger cool alchemist. combinations no reason <laughs> yeah no reason um, but uh, but if you if you want to be rolling expertise as often as possible then you won't multi-class and I have it on uh, Devin says he is going to stay. Just pure human fighter, uh, and he's not going to multiply so He's not going to do anything. So for the first time, we're going to see what that looks like at higher levels. Uh, and Todd, I think you don't do yourself enough credit when you say oh, this is only my fourth or fifth time playing. You mean like fourth or fifth like campaign? Whoa, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we, that's we've been way. at this a bit.
0: That's true. <laughs> yeah. okay, Some games so, I've played. Uh,
1: the Emerald Weaver is uh, is, mm. is wreaking havoc. Um, what are you doing?
2: Okay, so I'm going to see if I roll my expertise in the first place. Which I do not, so it's kind of a good point. Um, I have no ranged attacks, so I can't do anything with that. How far away is it?
1: Um, right now, it's uh, it's like
2: a football field away. Okay, so it's, does it appear that it's taken notice
1: of us in particular? Not you in particular. Okay. Um,
2: are there any... So there's the chain that's holding... The, sh- the ship kind of in place, is there mm. any other kind of like chains up top, aside from like that I know there's some rope, but nothing, nothing long enough to really...
1: No, there's there's a rope, there's a sail, I mean you wouldn't be able to like, try to lasso it from this distance yeah. if that's what you're thinking.
2: Okay. Um... Dust me.
1: I don't, I'm kidding. Don't do I that. Fe- <laughs>
2: Um. So, <laughs> I feel Why does everybody like...
0: throw the raccoon? <sighs>
1: <sighs> Roll That's a new right?
2: character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, I feel like being up here is very unsafe, so maybe we should try to lower levels at least a little bit.
1: Douse the floodstone. Yeah. Wait, 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 why?
2: Well, based on can we use this ship the...
3: as a weapon? We can fly. We can maneuver, can't we? If we're here, is this just like a lead balloon here that like we want to sink in, or can it actually
2: maneuver if cut am can...
1: My understanding
2: is pretty minimally. You animal. can
1: maneuver. You're not uh, like the, the whole ship is, is almost the same size as the lever. Oh. Um, is it and... agile?
3: Does it, does it move fast if cut loose? Is it tethered or is it just like a here we're just kind of up here to grab stuff?
1: Yeah, more, the, more the latter. None of you okay. are master sailors either. I so. definitely not. Alright
0: guys, okay. here's the plan. We're gonna cut loose and we're gonna steal this goddamn airship.
3: But we're just gonna go up and <laughs> not just You don't have to take it as a real plan.
0: <laughs> Like in character.
3: Well, that, um, that thats kind of melting. what I was thinking of, but <laughs> then we found out it was a lead balloon.
1: Well, I mean, you could you could certainly try to cut the chain and fly away. I mean, Yasmina al-kindi might uh, might not feel that that was a, yeah, a fair shake as far as the, her deal with her.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Well I have no range attacks, so I'm actually gonna hold my action in case maybe someone draw also draws the weapon through like shooting it or
1: something. Sure. You could try shouting in it, you know, the way you would to like, <clears> I don't know, distract a T Rex or something. Um just saying. Uh okay, let's move on to Elroy. Elroy, what are you gonna do? You've got um, some range attacks, uh, I believe. Um
0: I'm going to be digging through my side satchel and, like, pulling at my bandolier, which is just kind of tucked under my cloak. Like, okay, uh, not that one. No, that one's for my birthday. Um, ah, and I almost drop it. I'm like, um, and I need to roll EP to see if I actually have it here, like, ready to go. They're unlabeled, you see. I rolled a two. (laughs) I've got just the thing, whoa, and it flies over the side. Somewhere down in the village below uh, The glass breaks And this noxious green stench bomb Goes off and like clears out an entire inn yeah. uh, Okay then Um, I think maybe we're in trouble up here uh, I think I have a thrown weapons Uh, And I think I have a sling with some stones. Yes. I'm going to look at either of the other two and be like, you know how to use this? And then try to like offer it to them, which is on the end of my stick. It's like a a Y shape at the top with like a sling kind of attached to it, almost like a slingshot, but it's not rubbery. You have to like whip it around and then release at the right time. Hmm. So whatever, I'll just sling a stone at them. It's a, so I roll a d6 plus my dex, right? Yes. Okay. Um, that's a critical fail. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Get away from here, you giant lizard Whoa! And my sling, shot
1: goes flying. I'm guessing. <laughs> no, you you managed to keep it aboard, but you uh, that is definitely a miss. Um, all right, Navita, what is Navita gonna do?
3: Uh, rolling for EP five so i have an ep i want to use that to do hunter's mark to focus on this wyvern during the encounter
1: so so
3: that allows me uh plus one to hit that foe and plus one to defense against that foe that's right um so yeah is that like the action that's
1: no that's a minor just happened right Okay. Yeah, that's a minor. You've just marked that thing as your as your target, uh, and now you're uh, you can take a shot. You've got you've got the longbow.
3: Okay, longbow. Here we go. Which okay, is God. um, I've got yeah. What don't. I, I've rolled three sixes. I, I rolled two sixes and a five. What's the likelihood that the next roll? That's I mean, I just rolled
0: be... like critical fumble and a two. Which, okay. by the way, is the perfect beginning for this character. I would have it no <laughs> well, other way. I rolled
3: way. a four, so yay! Uh, so that's a four D six plus four plus one.
1: But you rolled a so you rolled a four.
3: Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my bad. Uh, that's four plus five plus one.
1: Four plus, four plus five plus one is ten. That's a hit. What's your
3: damage? Uh, damage is. Uh, it's, I think a D, wait, that's daggers. I'm trying to find the one for longbow, a D10 plus five sharp damage. Uh That is, um, eight plus five.
1: So 13. Dang. So this, so basically you just pull back because this thing is a football field away. And you so, lose.
3: can I RP this word like, So, uh... I forget your name. Your character's name when you drop the Elroy. Elroy, uh, Elroy is, is about to drop it and, like, catches it and, like, I got this. And then catches the sling and aims it. And that's probably the one good thing I'll do before I get distracted, because I cannot be this lucky.
1: Whoa. I'm worried. The the arrow <laughs> just flies across. Basically, he's probably going to have to go past one airship, or maybe even two airships that are kind of like, sort of spiraling or, or trying to trying to come about or trying to land. And it whips past them, and it it nails the weaver in, in the side, like just above the hip, um, and even despite the scales, because it's got really tough scales, this thing's got defense 10, um, it it turns its head, it sweeps this head on its long neck, and then it, it's in the air, just kind of pulls its whole body straight to follow the head as it starts swooping over towards you, uh, and it's hissing, and you can see just, you can see streaks of this green smoke just just pulling away from its mouth uh as it's flying
3: yeah uh, I, sorry guys i i made it angry whoa. i do that sometimes
1: okay um it is going to be within uh pretty close range um next round but uh not until the end of this round bahabria are you going to do anything with your action or are you just gonna um i action? can't got do any
3: fire to... stuff that would be great
2: Nope, I'm, uh, I'm a scholarly gentleman, so I do no such things. Uh, no, okay. I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna, you know, look out uh, stern and port and you know, shout nautical terms okay. that I don't understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, um, just so you know, the Bonnie Raker um, has HP and defense. Mm-hmm. It is not very uh, high, um, but uh, but nevertheless, it uh, it does have HP and defense, and it may be so... targeting... If the if the Bonnie Raker takes too much damage, you will fall from the sky.
3: Okay, so maybe I was wrong and that we should try to lower ourselves. But it's just like as an archer, you know, you always want the high ground. I say okay. this as we're just about to get
2: demolished. Ever better than that ground.
3: Well, uh, you still something... had your action. Do you want to look sternly or do you want to cut the... Do you, do you want to, like, douse the thing and sink us?
1: so <sighs> something yeah, no, no. i do as a as a gm You're not is... much time
3: here no well both still had an action do you want to sink us right now
2: well, based on what other what we've seen people do as they notice the the, the wyvern how fast does it descend do these things de- descend
1: um well if you want to do a controlled descent where you sort of slowly reduce the heat of the floatstone Mm. Then, like you can, you know, you can descend slowly. Um, right. But if you just like, I mean, if you if you pour cold water on it and completely get rid of the any of the fire and heat source, um, mm. you can you can drop pretty right. fast. Okay. Pretty dangerous. Um, yeah. So when you get down into the hold, you find there's actually um, it's almost like a trap door. That will lead you down into the uh, into the bowels of the of the ship, and it's not very large. It's almost like a like a small crawl space that you would find under a oh, geez. Um... Right, like, uh And there's a chunk of, of floatstone. It's almost shaped like a like a big tile, not a perfect square. Uh, and then beneath it, you have the uh, you have a, a mechanism that looks actually quite beautiful. There, it's almost as if there are four oil lamps. Um, that are all sort of feeding um, a, a, a tall blue flame uh, right underneath the floatstone, uh, And the oil lamps are each attached to a, to a larger, um, uh, sort of like a, a big brass reservoir. Um, mm. So they're all sort of attached, and, and there's just sort of like a pipe feeding to each one. And most of the pipes have spigots on them, so you could probably turn turn them okay. off or reduce the amount of uh, of, of lamp oil going to uh, going into this contraption, um, but you'd have to be careful, um, and that would certainly take your action if that's what you're going yeah. to do, try to like, lower yeah. the ship from the sky. There's another option too, um, which is, you notice that they're not fully cranked, so you could crank them to full and the, the airship would pull up, yeah that's true hmm that could be fun
2: it could be interesting uh well now that we have its attention (laughs) um
3: at least if we well if we if we go up when everyone else is going down we'll draw it away from everyone but as long as we can kill it then that's a good thing It, it takes them away from damaging everybody else
2: yeah i think yeah i think it'd be good to draw it away by going up so i'm gonna it sound? turn up turn up some of the oil lamps okay not, not, not like not like crank to the, to the to the full extent but enough so that i i would estimate we're going up as opposed to just okay. staying
1: so you um so you increase the heat and quite uh, uh, noticeably um, you you feel the the deck sort of like um, jump beneath your feet, and and suddenly you're you're climbing. Um, oh God, you we're feel all gonna die! Wait, you, 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 you can feel yourself climbing. In fact, you you break out um, uh, above a cloud bank, um, and you can see there's quite a lot more activity um, from these uh, you know these moonstones and uh, and uh, and meteorites uh, that are just whipping past. Um, and so uh, you're in a, a different, um, almost like a different environment now. It's much blacker around you, uh, and there's quite a lot more of, uh, of these, um, of the Stardust and Moonstones. In fact, if you went out there with a net right now, you'd probably nab some, uh, some pretty good stuff. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, I was saying earlier, something I do as the GM is, if you're fighting a, a beast or, or a foe that is not too intelligent, I'll just do random targeting, so I'm going to use a d4 to determine whether it's going to target um, Bahabria, uh Elroy, Navida, or just the Bonnie Raker, like just try to take out the, the, the sail or something like that. Um, Bahabria is below deck, however, so I'm going to re-roll that. Okay, um, Elroy. uh oh, the, the lizard. We the find... lizard sees me. The Weaver uh, swings straight up towards the, the Bonnie Waker, sees you, um, and attempts to bite you. Um, just basically, just reach its, uh, its neck straight over top of the deck and, and grab you with these teeth. Um, imagine the, uh, the mouth, not of like a crocodile, but almost like, a, like an iguana where it has like a lot of these really thin sharp teeth uh, and it just kind of swoops down uh, and tries to take a bite out of you and um, and that is a hit um, and you are going to take 24 damage. Whoa, that almost dropped me! Ooh. Whoa! So you're lucky okay. that the backpack managed to absorb Ooh, some of the dude. crunch um, but uh, but definitely, um, you could hear some bones uh, breaking. That's my favorite leg. Uh, and uh, and the, a bit of the backpack kind of gets caught in its mouth, and it's sort of like chewing and spinning at the same time, and flapping its wings. Uh, and then it's going to give a wing beat. Um, I need everybody who is on the deck uh, to give me a strength roll of 6.
0: Oh Ooh. this is not going to go well.
3: Come on, you
2: hey, bastard. Are we dying here? Alright,
3: that one's gone. <laughs> uh well So this depends. Uh do I oh, wait, no, I rolled a four, I got a six. Never mind. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, that's a that's a natural I, one.
3: Incidentally, just just <laughs> in case I roll just in case I roll lower next time. Uh, with this plus one, uh, does that affect, no, it only affects, no, it only affects defense and, well, it and affects, to hit. and to hit, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, so, but, uh, but so this wing beat, um, as it's sort of spitting out this backpack and getting the burlap and the leather out of its teeth, uh, and it just snaps its wings forward, and the gust of air causes the whole Bonnie, uh, to, to kind of, like, tilt um and you, you roll down on the deck um and uh and Navita was able to sort of resist the the gust of wind um but elroy being a uh a wounded uh little tanuki uh is kind of blasted <laughs> let me to go, the lizard. other side of the deck. well don't let me go lizard <laughs> doesn't doesn't get blown off um but uh but now the uh, the weaver is sort of flapping its wings and circling um the uh the bonnie raker uh and at that moment, I'm going to say Le Havre gets back up onto the onto the deck. Um, what are you going to do? PCs go. How, how close is it now? Um, it is in close enough range. I'm going to say that you could attack it with, uh, you could target it with melee attacks. Like you basically have oh. to run up to like, like it, it swooped in and it, and it bit. Okay. Um, uh, it bit Elroy, so you could run up to sort of the, the edge of the deck right. and using your... Wait, uh, your...
3: Keep him in mind also, Elroy just took like a pant lot of damage. Wait, can you yeah. do, heal 24 hit points? I don't know. I'm just uh, wondering because like, it's a matter of like, is it sunk cost fallacy? Trust me, that's the nature of my day-to-day. Um, to, heal, uh, to heal Elroy or Versus attack the weaver.
0: So while the elf oh. ponders this logically, Elroy is mm-hmm. laying there on the on the thing, being like,
3: "Reattach it dear God! Help reattach me. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to you. Okay, um, what are you gonna
2: do? Could I could I toss my the potion that I have to Elroy, and then attack? Yeah, you
1: yeah, so okay, we'll okay, can actually some... douse Elroy with the potion. Uh, dousing and quaffing is a minor, right? Think about it. So I tossed
2: the, <laughs> <laughs> toss the healing potion uh, right at Oroy's face, or I guess wherever they were. Uh, <laughs> leg! Yeah. Go for the leg. Leg at the leg. Going for the leg. <laughs> um, ooh, healing potion that we got was, I forget how much it healed. I
1: think it's uh,
2: 2d4 plus. Oh, wait. Was yeah, it that's the potion. Yeah, it's 2d4 plus. 2d4 plus 4. Wait, yeah. so
3: do, any, do any of us have potions,
2: or is it. No. How was it? <laughs> that was the only one.
3: Oh, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah,
0: but
2: uh, oh, we can make potions.
0: I, I, I have, if I get EP, I can pull okay. out some potions and do some healing. But cool. I do have to hit that EP roll.
2: Yeah. Okay, so that's my minor and I'm going to, kind of. Now I am gonna glide, looking real cool, like, and mm-hmm. pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> Stab, 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 not pew-pew. You know. <laughs> uh, so one is a crit, and the other is a 8.
1: Uh, 8 is not a hit, but a crit is. Okay, so that is... Da, 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 da. Oh, I
2: need a different dice. This is, It's just max, max damage for the crit, right? For the yeah, for uh, dice?
1: Max on one dice.
2: So it is one dice. Uh, so D8, so that's 8 plus 4, 12.
1: Oh the damage. Okay, so do you want to describe what you've what you've done? You you haven't killed uh, them, just so you know. But no, I'm not even anywhere close. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: So Wyverns don't have they? Just, they just have the wings, and don't actually, have arms, right?
1: Um. Well, the, the wings are sort of like a the Like the, the arm is, yeah. It's arms. okay.
2: Um. So where did where did um Navita hit it?
1: Um. Uh, an arrow. You Can see the fletching okay. just sticking out of the the back the, the back of the hip.
2: Okay, uh, I'm gonna try and to stab close to that actually. So I kind of glide forward and tink, and then oh, kind of plunge the rapier into the uh, near that hip.
0: That's weird. Okay. He's not actually stepping on the deck. He's just sliding along it like he's on a skateboard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Healies, man, Heelys, <laughs>
1: yeah. and that's my turn. Okay, um, so, that brings us to Elroy. What are you going to do?
2: Sorry, how
0: much did I heal? I wasn't writing it down. Uh, D4, D4 plus 4, four plus four. Two. Oh, uh, should I roll
2: that? Oh, sorry. Two sec, 24. Yeah, I think so. I got to dig out a four. Hold on a sec.
0: Um, so, in the meantime, I'm going to see. That should stop. Um, I got a three for the EP, so I don't have that. All right, let me see. Let me see. I'm going to attempt to turn that off. Hold on. Where's a D4? I thought this was only a D6 system.
1: I oh, no. not know for um for for healing and damage you nope. uh I rolled that. a
0: 3. So what was a D D4 plus?
1: 2 2 D4 plus 4. Oh, oh okay.
0: 3 and a 1. That's my luck. And uh there Okay, so total of eight. All right, that's so it's, it's a little better. Uh, uh, huh. I kind of scramble back a little bit, still kind of laying there. It's fumbling from can't quite reach my satchel filled with potions. Um, if Yuck. I ha- I'm going to uh, I'm going to grab the satchel, just the the handle. I can't dig into it, and I'm going to scurry in the way that only a raccoon can down the hold and inside and then suddenly be like, Whoa as I see all the all the machinery and this is like an alchemist's wet dream down here. You actually hear him say that.
1: <laughs> what in Don't, don't forget. Uh, one of the Tanuki's uh, inherent powers is if you do roll E P you can also turn yourself to stone. It's true. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but even Which, stone um, shatters if you go from this height.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah if you if, if the whole thing falls then yeah, you guys are, are pretty wiped um, yeah, so okay i'm gonna go um, down
0: and see what i can do about maneuvering this thing and hopefully I'll get an ep next time um i'm gonna try to um i'm gonna try to make the balloon maneuver like up and down kind of quickly like fast um, like I'll, I'll light a torch or something and like burn it to get a heat and then i'll like Dow some water on it to like get it to drop, just to kind of give it some up and down maneuver.
1: Okay. Not a balloon, but I hear what you're talking about. Um uh give me an inch roll.
0: That I can try. That's a six. So plus three is nine.
1: Okay. That's so great. you you figured out pretty quick that um the the the, the four spouts that are, that are basically putting a flame underneath this, um, this float stone. Um, they have four separate spigots, so you can actually, like, shut one off, turn another up to full, um, and in so doing, mm. you have a little bit of directional control. It doesn't actually cause the ship to shoot in one direction, but it causes it to rise up in that direction. Um, and so you can, as long as you're sort of angling it up, you can, you can move it in those directions. Um, and you know, it'd be great if you could use the sails as well, but it is going to give you a bit of maneuverability. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to work on doing that. You are still chained. Um, and so you're only going to be able to hit a maximum amount of altitude and then you're going to be stuck unless you break the chain.
0: Wait, I, I'm that... gonna express that to them I can make us move a little uh, but that chain's gonna be a problem wait, wait, I don't wait, know why it? he sounds like he hasn't did gone he, through did... raccoon puberty, he's very old
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was what and I I keep forgetting your name
1: Elroy, Lahabria
3: Lahabria, I, I, I thought that's what Lahabria did the first round it's I, no,
0: I turned
2: up the heat a bit. Not much.
0: I clean oh, one of I, okay. I'm actually going to dig out my little wire brushes and like clean the spout a little bit on each of these. Uh, just with, like, just, ooh, that's hot. Ah, ah, there you go. You got to take care of the carbon scoring. Or right, it's going to lower the okay. ability to maneuver.
3: So, oh. where where's the chain and who's yeah. the tank?
1: The chain is underneath. And. I would have said that any of you are particularly tanky in this situation. Yeah, um, really normal. Normalman the... is your tank. Normalman yeah. who's got like the the mace and the and the and the shield and the heavy heavy armor. Okay, just so, uh, just fear.
0: Here... Cut to Normalman. <laughs> what is he doing on this fine fifth? He's of... sleeping.
3: <laughs> is, is
0: he oh, he's, here?
1: He's just relaxing down in, do, the, uh, do, down do, in do, the end. Do, just like do, hands do, behind do, his do. head on a pillow. Like I did some good work today. I really smash up some of those goblins.
2: Yeah, I'd I don't know if it involves Stardust or nothing.
3: Where we're at, where it's at, I like it here.
0: <laughs> cutting back.
1: Oh, and don't forget uh, Jackie's character, the Fell. Oh, yeah. Right? The Fell is also, um, yeah. The, the Fell's probably like gone to the to the Basilica of Saint Winifred just to, uh, uh, you know, to check out some of the. I don't know, the stained glass or something, right? Like, the fellow's is probably, like, in town trying to sort of, like, figure out what her, like, divine mission is. Um, but, anyways, we'll, we'll talk it's more about it. It's not like
3: Navita would know or Elroy would know. But, yeah, my no, guess you, is. You're
1: not thinking about the film. Um You're thinking about how the not so, much. Done.
3: so, we have no tanks. One of us is going to have to either chop that chain and eventually, though, you know quote a favorite going back on the ground to quote a favorite movie of mine that part will happen pretty definitely
1: uh what's navita gonna
3: do uh well navita's gonna i guess try to stay up and shoot it not like she thought of that thing so um wait is there any benefit to rolling ep at this point i mean it's marked for the encounter
1: uh, no, the uh, the benefits of additional EP for uh, a ranger is uh, pretty limited. Um, if if you if you defeat you give it to me. one foe, you need to roll EP to like hundredth <laughs> mark somebody else. Um, but it's uh, yeah. once you've done it once, it's uh, it's pretty permanent. Which is one of the reasons yeah. why ranger class stacks well, or, or is, is a good multi class. Um, Point. Um.
3: Yeah, that, that is a really good point to keep in mind because it doesn't matter if you're uh, likely to roll as low as long as you get it oh. once, you're good. Yeah, well, Let's if you multiply as
1: Bard, you can then use Inspiration to like give, uh, give EP to other people.
0: Ranger Bard, this is the only system so, that'll work in.
3: I rolled a 3, which means plus 5 plus 1, which is a 10. Tie goes to PC because whoever new set has a death attack. Three plus five
1: plus one is nine.
3: Right, you're right. Mm. Three plus five, three plus five, plus one is nine. You're right. I was just barely like, and all I did was piss it off. My bad. Oh no, my god, it goes, I failed it the goes, math. I failed it right the thing that I do. Like the the the
1: the airspace between the neck and the wing, like just, and and it turns. He just around. Looks at me and like winks. Uh, okay, um, which brings us to the Wyvern. Um, the Wyvern is attacking the Bonnie Raker. No! Uh, two things.
0: Do I get a dodge um, oh, attempt as I'm like twisting knobs and stuff?
1: Uh, no. Uh, I can't really I don't see think it. But that would be possible. Your maneuverability is not that great. Fair enough. So that's 21 damage, and then with the tail spike, hmm, the tail spike actually misses. Um, <laughs> it tries to sort of hit the the Bonnie Raker with a tail spike, um, but it doesn't. But still, uh, the Bonnie Raker has taken 21 damage. Um, so uh, naturally, when that bite we know how
0: much this can handle.
1: Stinks into the deck. Um, it tears up some of the like basically with its teeth. <laughs> It He's tears up some me. of the some of the floorboards, um, and uh, I, I look and, up through guess, the hole. Hey, I guess what you'd call the gunwale that goes around the uh, the edge of the ship just tears it right off. Um, and there's a there's like a porthole that was pretty beautiful, and now it's falling through the oh. through the sky, like the, the, the glass and the brass and everything. Um, and uh, and the Weaver, of course, is still beating its wings, um, and it throws another wing beat. Um, everybody needs to roll, and that means everybody, including oh, actually. Uh, if if you're if you're below deck, you don't have to. But everybody okay. on deck has to roll uh, strength five, or you're going to be blasted onto your butts. Garantied. Six. Okay, you you both resisted. Yep. So you resist the the, the buffeting wind.
3: This time my math isn't that bad. It was 4 plus 2. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh and that brings us to the top of the round, Mahabria, What are you going to do? You're going to try and uh, so use the net, gather some more stardust. There's lots of nice stardust and moonstone fragments around.
2: So that would that would track with my, my character's motivations, but <laughs> <laughs> You guys just keep on doing what you're doing. Oh, I'm going to catch some more
3: Not dying again maybe. for you for oh.
2: yeah, Um so, Jaina Jai. In the previous encounter with a goblin, I was able to, even though it could attack, it did something weird. So maybe I'm gonna try and do the same thing here. So I'm gonna try and I'm actually gonna try and charm the Wyvern. So that is a oh, 1d4 targets only against that. And that is a seven versus Will.
1: Uh, you manage to charm or mesmerize Wyvern, uh, and you can cause it to attack something else. So you could cause it to attack one of the other ships or something like that. Um, you can't make it bite its own tail, um, but you can cause it to sort of like expend some Can of its I cause charm. it to
2: attack the chain that's binding us? Yes, you could do that. Um, that's what it's going to do. <laughs>
1: okay, so um, you do the
2: you I do wasn't the doing table
1: thing. talk. I was doing table mm. nine. <laughs> so you do the, the vampire thing. Fight the train. <laughs>
3: yeah. so, I, mean,
1: we, I don't know how you
3: do it. So are we doing, Christopher
2: What's Lee? List? List? Well, it's like, it's like my, my eyes kind of flash, and then yeah. that intent goes into the, the Wyvern's mind.
1: Yeah, and the wyverns must uh, bite uh, must, must bite chain by. uh and you you see it spin so quickly that uh like one wing just just dips and then uh, that that scorpion tail is suddenly whipping in the air and its head has disappeared and you hear a a, a chomp and a clinkle clinkle uh and uh the chain has uh has basically been severed um uh, by and this chomp off. Uh, and that has also taken away one of the wyvern's um, action points for uh, the next round, um, and so yeah, you are now able to drift uh, up at an angle at any direction you you want, uh, but you're going to be going up, as in higher and higher. Or um, I can turn well,
0: it off and descend, and then kind of the up. The chain has been broken. Hops, yeah, descend, it's a little. <laughs> it's super it's, it's a
1: bit of a zigzaggy course, but okay. So Elroy, you um, is to your herself,
3: turn. Like well navi,
1: you wanna do
0: i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna bring us i i kind of wanna bring us
2: down what do you think down what do we want down up well we've def- we definitely no. caught the attention so we don't want to go up that's for sure
0: down it is
3: hang on
2: um what the hell
0: i'm gonna douse it I can relight we could this, have right
3: gone down before. Right.
1: It's it's lamp oil. I mean, you but could I'm pour it I'm gonna water go down
0: on, on like a on an angle, so it's like jet it up, up for a bit, and then cut the engines and like coast, and then I'll be ready yeah. with my tinder box, ready to like try to spark it back up again.
3: <laughs> Interesting. <gasps> okay. Nivita tries to like gauge like what it, it, it's gonna happen, and just tries to get on the back to kind of be on the I'm the rear position to, to fire back. Aim it for
0: the river. Like, so we'll get kind of mm. towards the river above it. Like or maybe like the forest, a Hudson thing. river's better.
1: Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hudson, that's me. Yeah.
1: I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Um Give me an int roll.
0: Not terrible. That's a total of six. Okay,
1: it's all right. Um... I was going to be pretty punitive if your int roll was way lower than the complexity of what you're trying to attempt, um, but uh, okay, alright, so uh, so you're you're pulling away from uh, from this weaver, um, and um, that brings us to Navita. Oh, can
0: I roll int again, just to see if I get it? Oh, I didn't do that at the beginning, so I'll do it now.
1: You mean... Hey! Oh, yeah. I got a six. You mean, your EP, you mean?
0: Yeah, EP, that's what I meant. Yeah
1: um i'm gonna i'm gonna allow you to uh to to spend your ep um to get a to, to see if you can rummage and find a potion if you want
0: sure sure i'm gonna rummage do i roll for that i think as an alchemist or do i pick i know I how to you create a, a number of I, yeah, all right i'm yeah, going you... to i'm gonna yeah i've got it in my head do you want me to tell you or should i keep it a secret
1: oh tell me Tossel. Oh, okay, I'm
0: going to grab a revitalizing yeah, concoction. <laughs> okay. Just in case. <laughs> yes, purple, purple, purple. And I put it in my mouth, like holding it, like, like holding a, a dagger, but in my mouth, it, like corks to one yeah. side, just so it's handy, yeah. so I can be using my hands on the tinderbox and the nozzles and stuff.
1: Okay. Um, All right, Nedia, what's wrong on? on.
3: Um, yeah is like, well, sounds like you're having fun. And (laughs) rolls another three, which is a nine, as we clearly established beforehand, so no.
1: No whiff. Um, okay, so because the, the ship is uh, is flying away from the weavern basically trying to like ev- use evasive maneuvers. Um, the weavern is not getting as many action points because it's having to spend its energy um, flying after you basically pursuing you that's what it's mm-hmm. doing. Every time you you bank up um, by increasing the heat under the floatstone it's it's flapping hard to to get up and every time you you cut the the, the heat, uh, or douse any of the flames, and the and you're basically in a controlled descent. Um, the the weaver is doing the same thing; it's just opening its wings and bleeding the air out, uh, and and sort of um, dive bombing down towards you. Um, and it's in one of these dive bombs that I'm going to try to roll the uh, the weaver's EP to see if it gets its breath attack. No, we're going to take
3: it up. Oh. It oh
1: no. does. Oh no. So everybody on the deck, if you have a shield, you can roll your strength to shield yourself from this breath attack. Neither of you have shields, so you're going to have to roll a dex 7 to get out of the way. Oh,
3: that's oh, you. Uh, not... 11. I crit. Ooh, Damn! Ooh, ooh.
1: So basically, you guys both have to dive in opposite directions, and just hold on to the edge of the of the aircraft of the airship as this uh, as this weavern dives bomb past and just belches a cloud of boiling gas um that uh that, that dissipates only because you are way up high there's wind and you're you're moving um, but it blasts the deck and anything that was still on the deck any of the like Sacks or blankets or uh, or sail or rope or any of that kind of stuff that was laying around the deck, it sizzles like it sizzles into uh, oh, you know geez. into just like carbon bits
0: of fiber. water raining down on me. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't want a <laughs> <on>
1: convertible. <laughs> okay, um, but that's the only thing that uh, the Weaver can do this round. So um, we're right back at the top, La Habra. We, we, we gotta take passing, it up. As it is passing, I'm gonna say that you get an opportunity to uh, to to do a uh, a close attack.
2: Okay, so no EP, so I actually must attack. Oh dang, that's two crits, man.
1: Oh, and basically the only thing that's gonna be in range uh, is the thing's tail, as because as it's doing its flyby, you dodge the you dodge the breath, and then you pull yourself right back up. And what are you gonna do? So
2: essentially, kind of get out of the way. And my rapiers kind of shoot up into the tail, trying to pierce it from both sides. Oh, and so nice. that is uh, 24 damage. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Makes that sound. Nice.
1: nice. Uh, okay, that brings us to Elroy.
0: Oh boy. Oh, Elroy i still got the potion in my mouth so it's more like oh boy ah, ah uh take uh, uh, us up up oh take us
3: yeah, tick up take us up because if <laughs> if we go up then the wyvern the weaver has to like uh, expend its energy to try to get up whereas go if we go down us. it can I'll dive finish. bomb <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i'm gonna keep maneuvering um oh and you know what i'm gonna call up to um well what's your character's
3: name again nevita
0: Navita. i'm gonna call up to nevita and be like
3: hey
1: catch
0: and i drop the potion and i bat it at you with my tail like with a spin you know um mario style
1: oh, mario style <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I realize that's probably going to make it harder, but it just makes it better. Yep. All right, so I'm passing you this uh, revitalizing concoction.
3: I hope you catch it. I catch, and then I can press select to bring it down. Yes. Well, do I need to roll anything? No. Yeah, it
1: depends no, that whether was, it's Super Mario. <laughs> I'm gonna assume that you can always do that with your tail. Yeah. I will never ask you. I will never ask you for a dex roll. Why would I do that? It would discourage you from doing that. It's all okay. about the tail bonk. Yes, that is now canon. Okay. we um, All right. So um, we've had Lahabria's turn um, with the double crit piercing attack. We've had Elroy with the, the tail slap. Um, Navida, what are you going to do now that the, uh, the revert is actually now out of, um, rapier range, um, but it is, uh, flown off and it's obviously going to turn around and make another, and make another pass. What are you going to do? I, I'm going
3: to try to
1: shoot it. Shoot, shoot her! Shoot her! No!
3: No, I did not. Well, I might have that's... even shot my foot. Oh fail, how dare you. How does that work when I have a plus one and a mark? At least maybe did I not shoot my foot?
1: No, you didn't shoot your foot and I'm not going to do that so thing I... either. When you're like, still holding the arrow but the bow has kind of gone overboard for no reason.
3: So I like to think that I was going to shoot and that's when Elroy kicked it up. I'm like, yeah, ah! yeah, nice. Damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. Keep up okay. skinny. So the. Weaver Why the next is... time? But
3: this is fun.
1: So the Weaver is pissed off. Comes back. I am gonna to try to roll. Ooh, ooh, I rolled my. I'm getting good at rolling. EP. Oh no! I'm oh, stop good getting at good at, at that. <laughs> thing.
3: I said fun for me. I
0: give. It might uh, be oh, our last thing. Good. So when you say it's, it'll be. It's fun. Um, Elroy shoots Nevada the uh, Pedro look.
1: Okay, the um, the Weaver, as it flies close again, basically the this tail, almost in a pendulum motion, just swings up and hits the Bonnie Raker right up underneath uh, the the keel. Oh, not uh, the Grendel! Breaks through, um, and so. Elroy actually oh. sees the, the spiked tail break through and poison actually shoots out of the tail, uh into the hold. Um not doesn't get on you, but <laughs> you can imagine how bad it would be if any of that poison uh actually hit a, like a living thing. It's okay. Um, we,
0: back in the menagerie it, we had a guy ga- never mind.
1: It punches a hole in uh in the Bonnie Raker. Just so you guys know the Bonnie Raker is at about half of its durability. This ask, thing yeah. would yeah. not float on water, okay? It's still airborne, but it would not float in
0: water. <laughs> so, um, we can land
3: Kill this thing or or die. I guess that was the same state, but it sounds like we need to kill it quicker. Uh,
1: and in this die. particular occasion, um, the Weaver is also going to is Also, going to breathe uh, its breath attack onto the deck again, so it's the same thing. Um, deck seven rolls for uh both Navida and Le Havre.
3: Nine.
1: Who, who rolled seven? No one. Oh, oh I thought you said no, I, mean, I made
3: it. Yeah, Man. I mean, I did. Yeah.
1: Tide goes to PC, but the uh, the ship is targeted this time as well, so that we need to drop. A... Hang
0: on. He just set up.
1: It's a, a 2d12 plus 10, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Just so you know how much that would hurt if you got hit with Holy it. Holy
2: smokes. That could even almost kind of hurt me.
1: Show off.
0: You bipedal so bastard. A...
2: <laughs> I'm only barely <laughs>
3: bipedal.
2: Jim's
0: I just lot.
3: realizing that we're dead. Yeah. By the way,
0: um, the listeners... That happens a lot in this game. Like, there is no plot armor.
1: No, the Bonnie Raker still has, like, 46 HP. Like, you could, okay. you know. Uh, We're good. We're okay, good. so that takes us to the top of the round. Now, the, the Weaver is within striking distance. Okay. Like, it is do flapping. It, it. Its tail is basically smashed into the, into the ship. Um, and so if, uh, if Lahabria wanted to, to go out and try and, Ooh. uh, you know, stab it in the, in the chest, yeah, would um, Please, range.
3: someone that's not just me, try to hit it.
2: What? I've been hitting like three times
1: in a row. You guys are doing okay. You guys have been doing good. Stop Fair arguing. Um, Start my stabbing.
3: Actually, I, I, I've been missing every time. My bad. Uh, what
2: was I going to say? How, how, how does it look? Huh? Is it like, it is not bloodied. Okay. Oh goody. And pretty much anything that had been on deck is been turned Gone. to sludge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I did get EP. Is how far? Where are we in relation to the other ships? Like we just way
1: way you're, out. You're like above and okay. beyond. Like you know, you're you're pretty far out. So there's you nothing know, right, nearby. Like beneath you, you can see. Like it's dark. You yeah. can see like the rise of the hills and then part of the, the snaking of the of, of the Black River Umber. But like right. you know, you, you don't have time to kind of like try to mental map what's beneath you. You can yeah. be right about the ficklewood for all you know. You got a friggin' weaver who's like literally breathing on you. Um, yeah, you've got big problems.
2: Yeah. Uh well I showed down to, to Elroy that we need to Lower and lower, fast, because I don't think we could take another hit and still be in the air. Graduate. <laughs> um, Hold on, to and we, we obviously
3: can't go for the water as we heard. We will not float. Well, and we can swim. I can swim. I guess swim.
2: <laughs> as has been proven multiple times. <laughs>
3: um,
0: so if, it's yeah, it,
3: if it's a dex rule, yeah, well, yeah. I can swim.
1: But you, you, you would hit this. Water from like maybe like fifty stories
2: up. Yeah, so we're gonna. Oh.
1: So,
3: uh, as opposed to what the the ground. We'll,
2: we'll <laughs> jump. We'll jump at exactly the right time. It's a little be It'll be like an elevator. <laughs> you jump, and that's what's it. Yeah, exactly. You. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, I don't so suppose we have
3: parachutes, ropes, or uh, maybe on the way down we
2: could like <laughs> attach something. You look to this over and, and see the sludge. I'm, I'm just wondering.
3: A, so we cut the chain that chain is yeah. still partially oh, it's gone
2: to the ship gone. Right?
1: no uh well the has gone like bit it so like there might be like a, like a couple of feet beneath oh, the yeah. the ship that's kind of dangling like some useless monkey tail oh it's okay okay so nothing
3: no, It'd okay, be awfully around. cool if we if we could attach the livern to the ship on its catastrophic plummet if we have mm. to go down with it ever
2: uh i got ep not gonna use it because there's nothing for it to attack uh i'm gonna attack it and it's it's a 10 to hit it hit no is it that's what i need to get
1: yeah
2: those are not hit those are not (gasps) it (gasps) can't quite reach right i'm sure glad we have your
0: warrior types up there
2: <laughs> I said I'm a scholar. <laughs> okay. I read Elroy. books.
1: And I just got here. Throw the book now, at him. Elroy, give me an roll.
0: Uh that's 7.
1: Okay. Um you've got still probably the tanks are about half full uh and they're filled with lamp oil. Um so if you wanted to like rig this thing to explode, you absolutely could.
0: Mm. If
1: you were so inclined. I just wanted to interject with that piece of information. No. What would you I like am to do? inclined,
0: but maybe not uh, at like seven hundred feet. How roughly? How no. high up are we? Like seven hundred feet?
1: Fifty feet. Uh, you're you're at a height that if you were to jump, it would be certain death. Okay, good to know. <laughs> good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just verifying.
0: Okay, um, I will try a maneuver. First, I'm going to see if I get my in uh, my EP. Hey, I got EP again. And can yeah. I make a second potion right now?
1: Yeah. Okay. You rummage and you grab
0: it. Um, okay. Let's try this. I'm going to pull out a stench bomb. And I'm going to tail oh. thwack it. Up to, um, is it in re- melee range at the moment or is it circling again?
1: Uh, you the can, whiter. you can throw your, your potions and your stink bombs and stuff like that. So you're, um, Well, I know I could, like, but
0: I was going to pass it to Bo's character if it's not on the deck. Like if it's flown oh. away and he can't sort it, I'm going to be like, catch!
1: No, it's, it's, it's still close enough. Like okay, i let
0: him keep doing that then. So first, uh, I'm actually going to just hope this works. Again, hold the stench bomb in my mouth um, for now, and I'm going to douse like completely douse with the bucket of water the uh, flying stone thingy.
1: Okay, stone. Yeah,
0: but I'm going to immediately turn around and like start lighting, getting ready to spark it back up again. The idea is I want to fall, and then at the last second like, catch us before we go splat. Okay. And is that my whole turn or can I do something with this bomb? Um
1: are you are you throwing the stench bomb like at the weaver? or are you throwing it like to someone? I was going like, to throw it
0: to someone. Okay. I'm going to throw it to uh character, character. Um um Habrea. La Habrea.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, catch.
0: And I'll do the tail smack again.
1: Yeah. Um okay. You so don't have to do it and action then I'm It'll mm-hmm. be an action for La Habria to, uh, to, to huck that. At least you get options. Okay. Uh, Navida?
3: Alright, let's try again. Maybe I can hit something this time. Do it up! Finally, a four! Mm. Which is a ten. Which is a tie goes to PC, so...
1: So, got it? <sighs> How much damage? Uh
3: that is a is it D ten plus five That is a ten total damage. Five plus five.
1: Um and where do you hit it with an arrow?
3: I'm trying to go for its eyes always go for the I'm always going for the face
1: typically well uh, I'll say that you uh, that you manage to get it in the face not in the eye but like under the eye um, and it's enough to sort of like hit it and distract it for a second and then it it's it turns and it's like <sighs> and like the you know yeah. some of this uh, some of this um, dissolving acidic gas, comes out as well as it's roaring, Um, and that brings us to the weaverine's turn. I'll see if I rolled EP again. Not this time. So just regular attacks. Um, So I'm going to do a bite attack and a tail spike. Okay um there's a crit with the tail spike so here's what's gonna happen um, it's already in the the interior of the ship and so that tail spike is gonna shove in even deeper and is going to actually knock the floatstone out of place so it is actually knocked out from where the uh, from where the the fire is supposed to be um, and, uh, and it's clawing at the deck, but its tail is now stuck in the, uh, the airship. But the airship is also no longer able to, uh, to, to start ascending. Unless um, you're going to be able to somehow, I don't know, cut the Weaver out and get the Floatstone back into place. It is very heavy, um, so PC is go. You are in free fall. The weaver is flapping its wings and shrieking, um, trying to stay aloft, but you are falling. So, uh, Mahabria.
2: So, so what, was the, what was the potion, the concoction you, you, you threw to a me? A
0: stench bomb. It's a vex if you land it. <sighs> or you can damage it or cut its tail yeah. off or something.
2: I feel like I should maybe try to remove the tail if I can.
3: (laughs) Um, Are you strong? It is is not bloodied. Yeah. It's taken if I... I know that I've delivered uh, 28 damage to it myself. Uh, So... And I remember reading in the last chat that your last one had over 100 hit points. So... uh, I think of something else when we're in a sinking vessel. Top, why is it every time when you show up, I die? Um, Everybody, I
0: I don't think this is gonna work, but get down
3: here. Bring a rope. Alright. Going down, bringing a rope.
2: Okay, I'm gonna. I, I miss with one, but I get a crew with the other, so that's 12 damage. And I'm gonna head down the uh, head Down to the hold
0: Hey um, uh, uh,
2: La Habrea. I'm gonna talk yes. you through
0: this okay. You need to open all those nozzles On those things See them? Full Actually just break them right off Break them right off <laughs> Okay Don't make a spark when you do it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're like um, so, using daggers to like cut these metal things. So like, no, don't make a spark.
0: Uh, you mentioned Wait, that week we, I could, we could, could are, figure are, out are, how to turn you, this into a you... bomb. Huh? Yep. Yeah. So I'm basically trying to tell him how to do it, so maybe yeah. he can mm-hmm. try to figure it out.
3: Wait, do we have a way off, or is this just like a what? okay, <laughs> this might as well happen type thing?
0: And then, oh, I want to roll see if I get. EP. If I get EP, I have an idea. What's the opposite of an EP? (laughs) That's a one. Uh, Okay. Well, And then, I guess for the rest of my turn, I'm going to grab the rope they brought down and start lashing the three of us to this stone. Oh boy. Okay. And I think that would probably be my turn. I'm trying to jury rig. I'll roll for int to see how well I jury rig. Yes. Now that is an eight.
1: Okay. Uh, You've done a good job. You are now all properly lashed to this float stone. uh, And you have enough of like a lamp with some oil that you could potentially heat it up. Um, You know, you might kind of saute your arms or whatever is touching it. It'll but go back, right? uh, but it might actually if you leap yeah. from the <laughs> ship, it might actually help you to float a little bit. Um, okay,
0: help me get this free. And we're just trying to get the last of the bracing from this stone to break off, so it could go up, and the rest of the ship won't.
1: Okay, uh, Navita, I'm going to need to see a strength roll from you to be able to to lift this thing and 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 cause oh. that to happen. Oh God. Use
2: your wood elf strength.
3: (laughs) Uh well for a wood elf I got a seven. That's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. So you're you're managing
1: to keep this thing up towards the deck. Oh now
4: it is the wood. If I
3: didn't think this was a good idea or fun.
1: (sighs) Yes! I rolled my EP again so the weaver (laughs)
0: that is just
1: furious it's being dragged down, flapping its wings and reaches up with its with its its mouth and then just blasts down as much of its breath as it possibly can onto this thing filling just the the remaining portholes are just blown out like the glass is just shattered outwards. There's so much of this gas being forced into the Bonnie Raker, um, and the the whole thing is dissolving. Um, you guys can either choose to, um, roll strength eight to resist, deck seven to resist. Of course, you're all tied together to this, uh, to this thing. My idea um, seems less good now. <laughs> or you can leap um, from the airship, um, which may or may not withstand the damage that it's about to take. So what do you guys want to do?
3: Uh... The, the dilemma is I could very easily roll deck seven.
1: Yes, yeah, but anywhere. if you do, then you're no longer attached.
3: Right Yes. Yeah. Well, let's we're we're right now lashed to the floatstone and we've got lamp oil. Is that the is that the the thing? So we basically got the closest thing to a magical parachute that we can have. All right, I'm let's all for- this is gonna work, it's guys. So I'm sure of it. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, let's let it happen. Right. You light it up, Party. you leap, the Weaver, and blasts the Bonnie Raker with so much of this dissolving fluid that the whole thing basically just gets shriveled into just the skeleton of of a of a ship, and yet it's still heavy enough that it takes the weavern and crashes it down into the fickle wood. You see you see trees snapping and breaking Sorry, just one sec, the whole weaver is impaled we on like half a dozen trees. Oh, nice. Sorry, you said just a second.
0: Oh, it's okay. Um my stupid was giving me a problem but it just i didn't hear the very last part where it was something was happening it was falling sorry
1: that's okay the the, the weaver falls into the fickle wood uh and is impaled on half a dozen trees as it goes Ooh. down trees shattering and snapping and you know um turning into to wooden pikes um to uh to pierce it all the way through uh whatever is left of the bonnie raker uh just explodes around uh, the carcass of the uh of, of the weaver uh and you see all this falling knowing that death is probably certain uh light. i need to see light um a luck roll um from elroy to see if this uh if this contraption is actually going to be able to fire up roll a d6 i
0: i have a backup plan i'm going to roll for ep first if that's okay <laughs>
1: Do
0: it you guys are gonna hate this <laughs> i didn't get it True. so i was trying for firebomb potion oh and just set God. it off <laughs> like <laughs> right with us right here it didn't work <laughs> so instead i'll try to it like this
3: oh, off so it like, off fall, fall faster <laughs> elsewhere
0: <laughs> all right luck roll really you're gonna make me do this Yep. I don't even want to look. Okay, okay. Do I add anything? Nope. nope. It's a five.
1: Ooh! You are heading straight towards the ground, and the, the ground is rising up towards you at incredible speed.
0: And it's always hard to light in the wind. You're
1: trying to get this thing to light, and suddenly a portal opens up and envelops you, and... Sucks you in, and it's just blackness. It folds in over you. It snaps. You're gone. You're falling through some kind of negative space, and then suddenly screaming you wake up, time. and there's a crash, <gasps> and you're you were falling onto the floor of you have no idea where you are, but you're alive. Uh, that's the first thing you notice. The second thing you notice is that this floatstone was never going to be able to get hot enough. Uh, Within a few seconds to (laughs) save your lives, Um, because it is sitting there, lukewarm, um, and and actually the
4: candle's
1: underneath. Yeah. uh, And you're looking around, and there is somebody who's standing there, a wizard, and he has the face of a hawk, right? He has the body of a human. But he has a face of a hawk with some very uh, distinctive eye markings underneath the eyes. Um, And uh, you might know what this creature is. You might not. But he's standing there in wizard's robes with a heavy cane, staring at you in astonishment. See? Uh, I told you (laughs) it worked. Unable to make out what has just happened here um he is a wedjat which is a oh. type of creature um that is very rare even in this in this world um he is a descendant of a demigod in ancient arcadia um and he has and an all uh wedjats have this this face like frankly like horus okay Not Horus looks like he looks like horus um except quite a bit older very uh, uh, sort of disheveled, um, and uh, and wearing a wizard's robe. And he's staring at you. And he says, you? You're one of the omens? I can't believe this. And he immediately pulls open this book. And this book doesn't, uh, the, the, the pages aren't actually in order. And he pulls them out, and he starts rearranging them. And that's where we're going to end tonight.
3: Huh. Well, that was fun.
1: Hello. Interesting. <laughs> okay. 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 Wow. No, well, well, thank you, anyway.
2: Brandon. Thank you. Okay. That was. Thank fun. you. Grazie. That was very lovely. I
3: saw my
1: life uh,
0: flash before my life. <laughs> <laughs> you guys,
1: did I, you guys did great. Um, yeah, that's that great. great. I was
3: scared I, when you when you had the Cthulhu T-shirt on. Like, oh, <laughs> is, <laughs> and Todd was here again. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I going to die again? Well, that was really fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just so you guys know, an Emerald Weavern is like a it's like a challenge rating five monster. It had five hundred hit points. What? Oh you dealt fifty nine hit points. You guys survived for a good long time fighting that thing. Oh wow! Um, yeah, shockingly,
4: <laughs>
1: and hey, we wrecked uh, nope, an you airship. A, yeah, you wrecked that airship. You did hey, a surprising amount of damage. Can we keep the
0: stone? You, you got and like jury hmm? rig a like air raft
3: well yeah. we'll see what happens if <laughs> you'll see if, you'll if see that, what happens literally uh, the Wedge jet lets us yes. well
1: we're kind yeah, of we're, kinda, we're yeah, kinda in
3: their debt absolutely
1: okay. all so, right so a couple of things a couple of things to, to take away um lahabria you have 18 pieces of stardust okay. elroy you have two pieces of stardust and two moonstone fragment fragments yep. navita you have two pieces of stardust and one moonstone fragment and you have destroyed the Bonnie Raker, um, so Yasmina Alkindi might uh, might have a bone to pick with you. Um, but um,
0: as far as they know, uh, we're, we're, we're dead.
1: As far as yeah, we're, we're, true, we're, true we're, enough. But we, uh, we did but a whole portal alive. thing. We got
2: some spleening to do.
1: And you don't realize it now, but you're actually on a tower, a wizard's oh. tower that floats in the skies of South Umbria oh. um, and this wizard has saved you for reasons that you don't yet understand uh, but you will in the next session nice. um, and you know what that was sufficiently intense that I think you all deserve a level up um, yeah. so boost yourself Great. up to level five and um, we'll see you next Thursday or next actually I can't Hello. make next Thursday
3: <laughs> well we'll, yeah.
0: we'll, we'll fight the big bad which is scheduling as best we can okay. off-stream. Yeah.
3: yeah, it was nice to see you all today, but things are things are looking really, really intense for me yeah. for the until oh, yeah. year's end. Yeah, That's it's, it's pretty busy
0: for me, but we'll yeah. find the time. And you can always cool, check we'll back it. here. If you're listening to this after the fact, um, thank you for listening, and you can tune in and watch uh, Twitch and YouTube, uh, all our previous stuff, and all the podcast places, uh, Podbean in specific. In specifically, I speak the English. Um, but thanks very much uh, everybody that was a lot of fun and it's really nice to roll some dice and talk some talk some <laughs> fun to play
3: it with you again
2: how did you do uh, that? Uh, magic. <laughs> <of> that magic, <laughs> magic. That. magic.
0: That. Good, science. Night.
3: good night wow.